Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Hello, and welcome to Boost Power Podcast. This is the first day of the rest of your life, and it's going to be a great one today. We are here with Julie Nygaard, talented, amazing, everything she touches seems to be gold is what my observation is. I'm lucky enough to know her. Not only does she have this successful business we're going to talk about today, and she's an author, and she's a speaker, and she did a TED Talk, but also too, her passion is music and performing, and she and and even her daughter, you know, have been on stage that I have sponsored, uh, and we've been lucky enough to share that part of her too. Uh, Welcome, Julie, to Boost Power Podcast. Thank you, Beth for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, it's especially fun because Julie has her own podcast. So, you know, I've got a professional here today, a professional. So it might be an amateur uh, interviewer and a professional guest is what I think. Um, Well, you know, the purpose, as you know, for Boost Power Podcast is really to tell the stories of great women and to just kind of, you know, really talk about choices along your way and your path. And so people listening can just say, wow, Wow, I get it. I I hear something in Julie's story that could be my story. So uh, tell everybody just a little bit about you and what brought you to this point in your life, you know, where you're a successful entrepreneur and author, speaker, and musician. Well, I, it's interesting because I I feel like when you look at the story in a grand scheme, it seems so amazing, but there were so many events along the way that really defined it. So it was hard because I remember I had, uh, I was working from home, I had this little company and one day I was like, I need to write a book. And it just started bugging me, bugging me, bugging me, right? I couldn't think about anything else. And I'd studied nutrition my whole life and I thought, well, I'll write a book about nutrition. And this went on for months, right? And finally I'm like, I gotta sell my company. I need to write this book. And so I just did it. I think because I was obsessed on the inside. I don't really have a reason, right? I was just like, this is part of my purpose and whatever it takes, I'm just gonna set everything else aside and do it. The health benefits of chocolate news broke right when I was going through that process. So that book ended up being about the health benefits of chocolate. And that's kind of what catapulted me into the chocolate business. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny when you say health benefits in the same sentence as chocolate. Many people that don't know what I know because I hang out with you and eat your chocolate joyfully, I would like to mention. Um, Many people can't equate how you're using health benefits next to chocolate. So maybe you should go a little aside like that and tell them, you know, what you know that they don't know. Well, I actually didn't believe it when I first heard it. I was going through this process of like, okay, what am I going to write about? And I look at this email and it says the top 10 reasons why chocolate's good for you. And I just was like, pinch me. First red wine, now chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, everything that's good is good. (laughs) So I started doing the research and then everything really kind of made sense. And I thought, well, I'm going to make my book about the health benefits of chocolate. This is so much more fun than nutrition. I ended up getting all kinds of information from doctors and researchers and universities that were studying chocolate that wasn't available to the public. And really, it's made from the ground seeds of a fruit tree. And if you clean it up and eat dark chocolate, you're getting a very nutrient-dense part of this fruit with a lot of antioxidants and vitamins and nutrients. And most people, we just don't think of chocolate as possibly being good. But we got our head around wine. I think we can do chocolate too. (laughs) Well, now that we, uh, everyone knows now listening to this podcast, chocolate is based on a fruit 
Yes, we can kind of count it as a fruit in a weird way, but she mentioned that was dark chocolate. That wasn't just crappy old Snickers off the shelf. It is, yeah. You have to eat 70% dark and higher, and the reason is all the research is being done on that. And then about one ounce per day. It's not like a carte blanche morning, noon, and night, just paying out on chocolate all day long. <laughs> you kind of have to keep track, which I do because I own a chocolate shop, a little bit every day. And I find also that it works as an appetite suppressant. Like I just don't eat as much when I'm eating a little chocolate every day. So it works really well for that. And I have all the research in the book, my book, The Chocolate Therapist, all about that. So if someone's interested, they can delve into it a little deeper. <laughs> Great. Well, we'll be sure at the end to be sure to mention how to get a hold of you. So what, what we like to think about is so your passion for nutrition, and then you bumped in, I'm going to say, accidentally by an email to chocolate and how chocolate fit in nutrition. So, you know, tell us about how as an entrepreneur, that passion, as you started to learn about chocolate, took you into actually having your own chocolate business. Well, I started to speak about the health benefits of chocolate to help sell the book. And that became very popular. And I was actually sponsored by other chocolate companies because a couple of different companies saw me at presentations and they're like, here, here's all of our chocolate. Go get, go sell this. <laughs> and then I was like, why don't I just start my own brand? So I found a little chocolate company locally to make some bars for me. And for two years, I went out and just sold thousands of books and bars. I would sometimes speak 20 to 30 times a month, like anyone who would have me. And then later, I'm like, I, I probably, well, I didn't want to buy the company, but they wanted to retire. And they were making thousands of bars for me. And I thought, okay, I guess I need to buy this place. Otherwise, they're going to close. Yeah, I can't <laughs> lose I, my manufacturer. Yeah, that's how it happened. And then because I'm into nutrition and I eat really clean, we had to basically gut the whole store and start over everything. Soup to nuts, all the recipes got redeveloped so that they are clean, no dyes, no preservatives, nothing artificial. Because I wanted to put the nutritionist piece of who I am in with the chocolate. Like that was so meaningful to me. And that was long before people were... Even, you know, clean chocolate didn't exist. You couldn't get soy-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, dark. None of that even existed. And I'm like, we're going to do this no matter if it's out there or not because it's meaningful to me. Yeah, so that's a really good example, I think, as you can feel when you talk, just the purpose-driven entrepreneurship, right? You have a lot of passion, but also you saw that you could really bring something to the marketplace and people could really have that treat that I consider chocolate, but um, do it in a way that really would complement their health. Yeah, absolutely. That was so important to me. And I feel fortunate that so many of the things that we were doing at the beginning have now become major health trends. And for me, again, it was heart driven. And I think if for anybody who's doing anything, if you're not heart driven, then, then when the problems come, they're gonna be too big for you to get through. And trust me, there were plenty of problems. <laughs> Well, yeah, we are talking to entrepreneurs and business people. So, you know, that's one of the things we're going to get to uh, is what are those problems along the way? So if you are now, you have the chocolate business, you're not selling one-offs anymore and doing 30 uh, speeches a year. Although, no. congratulations on your TEDx talk. I know it was extremely successful. Thank you. I know I was excited to do that. And I have been listening to TEDx since it came out, all the TED Talks, all of that. And right when it came out, I'd been in the business for just a few years and I thought, I absolutely have to do one of these because I want to share with people how to eat a little chocolate every day, guilt-free, without gaining weight. I want to let people know what I know. I mean, I do it. 
I live that life. I walk the talk. <laughs> and tell them the name, everyone listening, the name of your TEDx talk and how to find it. It's uh, it's called The Health Benefits of Chocolate. And you do have to look up my name at the moment. Uh, just Julie Nygaard, N-Y-G-A-R-D. And it will show you how chocolate's made from bean to bar, why it's good for you, how antioxidants help the body, how much to eat, you know, what kind to eat, like kind of all the basics that you need to know if you're truly going to enjoy chocolate for health. Well, yeah, especially really good healthy chocolate like Julie produces. Um, so, so passion and purpose is what I see you live. Um, tell us a little bit about along the path then. You said there has been some things that are challenging, and that's really what we learn from each other. So tell us, you know, give us an example of when it was challenging and then kind of what you learned. Well, when I first bought the shop, it was losing money, which I knew that it was, but I'm like the quintessential entrepreneur. I can fix this, <laughs> which I couldn't until we gutted it and started over with coffee and chocolate and, you know, everything. So it was really hard at the beginning. I was working a lot of hours. I had just gotten a divorce. My ex and I were sharing my kids. So when I didn't have my kids, I literally was living at the store. And I was doing that whole 80 to 90 hour a week thing. And I did that for a long, long time because I was afraid to hire people because of money. And then bit by bit, I started to hire people. And then I realized, wow, without me having to do all this, I can really focus on what I do best, which is sales, right? And getting the word out of what we were doing. So I kind of got to the point where I realized the more people I hire, Actually, the better job I can do and the more successful the company is. I mean, to a point, you obviously can't hire 20 people if you don't need 20 people yet. So so it was that path of really deciding where to put your energy, you know, where you're gifted to be the best thing for your business, and then where you can um, really fill in with others who are gifted in other ways. Yeah, I would definitely say that. And then the other issue was employees. I am such an entrepreneur and I'm kind of a lone wolf. I like to do everything by myself and for myself to make sure it gets done right. <laughs> and I had this team of employees that were, they were followers. And I'm like, well, can't you see what needs to be done? I'm just kind of treating them like they're all entrepreneurs. They needed a list of everything to do, you know, a system. And I didn't have that. And I went through a lot of drama with my employees. I mean, calling in sick and not doing the job and stealing and oh my gosh, there were so many things I had to learn to be a really effective leader because I was so used to just working on my own. Right. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. In fact, it's still the hardest thing without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think I resemble that remark slightly. <laughs> you and I have a similar path as being uh, entrepreneurs that go fast. I think that's something that's always interesting to me is like you, when we pick up a task or a purpose or a, a, something to do, we, we actually do it. Totally. <laughs> and I'm so shocked and dismayed in the world when so many times I hear people talk a big show and then I'll say, kind of I think now in my 50s, I'm really seasoned enough that I say, great, you know, show me or, you know, write that up in a white paper, let me take a look and, you know, wait to see if anyone takes the action that really reflects what they promised. I would totally agree with that because I've known you for a couple of years now and I love it that if you say you're going to do something, you just do it. And I try to do that too. I actually really value honoring my own word. If I give someone a promise or make a statement, I follow through on that 100% of the time to the extent that it's possible. Or I'll do it later if I can't do it right away because you only really have your word. That's all you have as an individual that you own, right? The way you think and what you say, that's all you have. So if you are one of those people that just talks, talks, talks and never acts, 
not only do you disappoint other people, but yourself starts getting used to it and pretty soon you can't accomplish anything. Well, I think that is a great piece of sage wisdom. Uh, really, you know, not only promising the world, but also what, what are you promising yourself? And as an entrepreneur, you know, many of us really have to depend on us as our first line to get this thing going. You know, you're listening to Boost Power Podcast with Julie Nygaard. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Welcome back to Boost Power Podcast. It is such a blast to spend time with successful entrepreneurs from all walks of life. And today we're talking to Julie Nygaard. Not only will she change your life forever, but she will allow you to do something that I have uh, listened to her about, and that is to eat healthy chocolate as part of living a full and wonderful life. So we've been talking about her journey. Julie, we also, you know, so many people have problems with branding and marketing, and I would call you out as one of the best. Um, before I knew you personally, I, of course, knew your brand. The Chocolate Therapist is really memorable, and it's fun and funky, and you kind of want to say uh, Chocolate Therapist. So how did you come up with kind of the Chocolate Therapist and tell everyone how you've built out components of that branding? Well, it was based on the book and what I was writing about. I decided to take all the research that I found. You know, there's like 60 different things that have proven that chocolate is somehow good for you and alphabetize them and then show people how they could enjoy chocolate depending on what their issue is, you know? So I'm like, okay, this is almost like a, a Bible of chocolate. You look up what's wrong with you. I give a fun recommendation followed by supporting evidence. And the title was going to be Chocolate Therapy. But as I was researching, I saw that somebody already had that in Australia. They had the website and and it was actually my ex-husband who was like, why don't you just call it the Chocolate Therapist? I'm like, bing, brilliant. <laughs> I do have to give him credit for that. <laughs> Why don't you just be the chocolate right. therapist? And because you turned into actually this brand. It's exactly what happened in people. Whenever I was out speaking, I was like, and please welcome the chocolate therapist. And I would just laugh underneath. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I do. Yeah. I'm actually sharing how to eat chocolate with people. And this is my job. And I always pinch myself, even now when I get introduced. So I made a brand, the RX with the word chocolate over it. We developed that. And I just, my goal is to wherever that brand is, wherever you see that mark, it's, you know that the ingredient profile is clean. You don't have to look for junk and stuff in there. Uh, if it's dark, it should be dairy-free, it's soy-free. You know, just like things that are associated. Like the Nike swoosh, you got the chocolate RX now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. A branding. You know, I've always liked that. Kind of like a stamp, like a stamp of approval. Yeah. It's a stamp that says, this is the real thing. This is that healthy brand of chocolate. Right, exactly. And even though, we granted, we're a full-service chocolate company. We do make caramels and toffee and all of that. But it's still clean. No dyes, no preservatives. We don't use corn syrup. So even if it's a not technically classified as health benefits of chocolate type help, which would be 70% dark higher, or it's 70% dark and higher, then it's still a great product because... It's got clean ingredients, and if you're going to get a treat, why not get the best treat you can? <laughs> right, and you sell that, you know, online. I know globally. Tell people who are listening; they're all now like me, thinking, "What kind of chocolate will I eat today?" Uh, so please tell them online how they find you. It's thechocolatetherapist.com. So not too much to remember; just put the "the" in front of it. 
And yeah, we have all of our products on there. And you can ship everywhere. We do. Well, we ship all over the country right now. The United States. So right. when you're traveling to the U.S., put in an order and have it shipped to your hotel. <laughs> That's perfect. It's a perfect plan. So we like to also, again, give some tips. So we've talked about, you know, your passion and your purpose and really following through from what you say and building out your brand. So you have this really cool brand, The Chocolate Therapist. What other things have you done to extend that brand? Uh, we've talked about public speaking. You know, you had the, the logo mark, your own brand stamp of success. But what else have you done? Well, I have a podcast. It's the Chocolate Therapist Podcast. And I just talk about different elements of chocolate, kind of everything with that. Sometimes the health benefits, sometimes breaking news. I just did one not too long ago on how much uh, marijuana is in pot brownies. <laughs> And believe it or not, that was a very popular one, which I was surprised about uh, because they can't actually measure the THC content with chocolate because of the way it binds to THC. So there was a lot of issues with people getting sick that were eating those. So, you know, just relevant kind of breaking news about chocolate. I've written a couple other books about chocolate, one about how to pair chocolate and wine, and that kind of has just taken on a life of its own because the chocolate and wine thing is so popular. And let's see, what else have we done? Well, of course, we're on the web. I have a YouTube channel, Chocolate Therapist TV. We just do kind of funny videos and make people laugh all about chocolate. You know, like the fireman saving the woman's cat and her chocolate, and she just grabs the chocolate and forgets about the cat. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so just little silly things like that. And then, yeah, I'm working on doing more with website this year. Awesome. So you can see, again, good idea bound in something that was helpful and bringing good information to the world that people needed, a fun spin on it with chocolate therapists, not just the nutrition book, and then really going off on these directions of public speaking. Again, she did her TEDx, which is great just to step into the world of that, I think, and just um, be part of ideas we're spreading, as TEDx says, um, and all the fun things. So what ideas would you give entrepreneurs who are listening when they're building their own brand? We've heard what you've done, but is there other customer acquisition? So I'll say that again. Is there other ways to find great customers that you have found as an entrepreneur that are cost-effective and great for other people to try? Yeah, right now we're doing a little postcard that we put into every single bag and all the online orders that have coupons so that people can come back in the store and try our little wine bar. We have a self-serve wine bar. And, you know, we're going to do that every quarter. And that goal is to get more foot traffic in the store. And as far as the website goes, I'm just working on SEO right now with the specialist. So hoping to do that. But personally, for people that are starting businesses, I think the hardest thing is everyone judges you constantly about what you're doing. Everyone has a good idea. They all come in and tell you how to run your business, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, I always appreciate that. But a lot of people will be like, why are you doing that? That's dumb. Why don't you do it this way? And I think we have to shut down to anything that's negative and limiting because that is just someone else projecting their own limitations into your world. So you kind of have to put the blinders on and say, what's right for me? And I'm open to receiving information. I'm going to consider everything, but I'm really going to do what lines up with my values. Right. I totally hear that. And that's kind of that gut and intuition, you know, that we talk about as friends and as people that are cohorts in small business. You know, after some years of doing this, sometimes, you know, people who make a big promise maybe aren't all that, or uh, you just kind of get some gut about, you know, where to invest our time and our treasure to really get the kind of customers 
you know, that are looking for us. Right. Kind of attract the kind of customers. And I want to thank you for being part of the Camp Experience Network because together with your input and help and sponsorship, you know, we are able to bring 5,000 women together to live their dreams and to do good and have fun for many charities. And um, you have been gracious to host events at your shop where we've been able to enjoy the wine and the chocolate. And uh, we are looking forward to many, many exciting times with that. Thank you, Betsy. I, You know, I have to say, I love the Camp Experience Network. Remember, it took me about 10 years to get involved. It only took you 10 years to I know. And then I was like, oh my gosh, these women are amazing. And I, again, as somebody that's kind of really hyper-independent, I like to do a lot of things by myself. Having a group of supportive women, business owners, and powerful women around me has been such a benefit. And I look forward to those events. I love it. I, I Highly recommended. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I think what's our differential is when we are focused on doing good and having fun and helping others, it really does bring everyone together. And I think that that's great because then we come in ready to help and serve and pay attention to others other than ourselves. And that just makes such a bond at the beginning. And then you come along and add chocolate to it, and we <laughs> add a little bit of wine. And the rest <laughs> is rock and roll history. Um, if you ever are lucky enough to come to a camp experience fall retreat, you will come to Julie's Happiness Hour, where we add Babylon store and wines and Julie's chocolate, and she and informs and educates and samples to kind of match her book. So I know everyone's clamoring Tell us one more time how to get your books and how to order your chocolate. Where do they find you? It's on the website, thechocolatetherapist.com. The name of the book is The Chocolate Therapist. And the wine pairing book is Dare to Pair, The Ultimate Guide to Chocolate and Wine Pairing, which is really fun. Has all kinds of kind of wild pairings, food, nuts, spices, anything that you might want to try with wine. And I'm not saying 100% of those everyone's going to love, but we have a rule if you find a pairing you don't like, just keep drinking. <laughs> yeah, just keep drinking. Try the next pairing. That's right. <laughs> well, that is a big idea right there. Well, now we're going to draw from the big idea, dream big deck, which we have everyone draw for on our show. Okay. And it's going to have some a piece of art and ask you a question. So oh, yours maybe. is today, I think, what are you thankful for, Julie? Oh. oh my gosh, I was just doing this this morning. I'm so thankful for my health, for how healthy I am. I am 57 years old and I've had a lifetime of excellent health, but it's been a commitment to good food, exercise, getting the right amount of sleep. It's not like it was just blessed with that, but at this time in my life, because I'm so healthy and I can do what I want, I just got back from an amazing ski trip where I skied super hard uh, all, all the days I was there. I'm like, wow, this is great. I'm so thankful for my health. Well, gosh, <laughs> we are thankful for your health because you can keep making the chocolate, Julie, and keep That's writing right. the books and bringing your wonderful work work to the world. Thank you all for listening to Boost Power Podcast. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, so take some of these tips from Julie and ideas and go find some dark, over 70% healthy chocolate from the chocolate therapist because I'm going to tell you, it will change your life. It changes mine and all of the camp sisters. Please share this podcast with others who can benefit from our uplifting energy and ideas and just from real stories from real entrepreneurs just like you in the trenches doing their best making a difference in this world is each day. This is your host, Betsy Weersman. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. 
Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>